0: A walk among the stars, the monsters, the paranormal, and supernatural. Join your tour guides, Justin and Josh, on this cryptic journey through life and beyond. Welcome to It's
1: Cryptic Out There. welcome everybody to another episode of it's cryptic out there podcast i'm your host justin alongside my co-host josh
0: what's up everybody what's
1: up how you doing josh i'm good how are you i'm great yeah (laughs) actually great right (laughs) right (laughs) it's uh we always say it was like it's been a week yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been a week yeah, it, it's been it's been some time.
0: It's been a week that feels like eight thousand weeks.
2: Yeah, it
1: does. But we're we're here and we are happy. Right. We're happy to be back here talking to all you fine folks. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back to the show. And if you're new here, welcome to the cult. Right. Welcome. Welcome. Join us. Join us. Join us. Yes. So today we will be talking about something very, very sad uh, local story again and sadly in blacksburg blacksburg just has a very very dark history
0: it's cryptic out there
1: it really is very close by the story of nicole lovell and her murder by david uh eisenhower very disturbing story we'll just get right into it um it gets pretty pretty gnarly i yeah. guess i guess that so of just you know listener viewer discretion is advised of what happens as
0: it is with every yeah. episode that deals with murder and mm-hmm. such
1: yeah um all right well let's just get into it Nicole Lovell was 13 years old when she would be brutally murdered by a predator. Nicole Lovell would disappear from her parents' home in Blacksburg, Virginia after climbing out of her bedroom window during the morning of January 27, 2016. Nicole was excited when telling her friends the day before that she would be sneaking out to meet her new 18-year-old boyfriend, David. David big age gap. Right. Uh, pedophilia. Yeah.
0: What was her age again?
1: 13.
0: Right. Whew.
1: Yeah. Just think of god. Yeah.
0: And like when people think of it, your parents might be 4 years mm-hmm. in age difference. Mm-hmm. But there's a big difference of say a 26-year-old and a 30-year-old. Yeah. Then a 13-year-old child and an
1: 18-year-old adult Who's male going off to college. Right. Sick. Mm-hmm. Sick. Nicole's parents would soon discover she was not in her room. They noticed the window was open and a drawer pu- pushed up to her windowsill that helped her climb outside. They immediately reported her missing. Investigators would begin interviewing Nicole's friends and neighbors. A few of those friends mentioned Nicole's plan to meet up with an older boy named David. Three days later... David Eisenhower was arrested. David Eisenhower was a 18-year-old graduate from Wild Lake in Columbia. He was studying engineering at Virginia Tech. Eisenhower is also known for his skills on the track. He was a three-time state champion and also competed in cross-country, finishing second in the state both his junior and senior years. Bright future.
0: I mean, that's those are some accomplishments, and that's the thing. Track and field Mm -hmm. is not easy to win a state championship. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, I have a cousin, highly decorated track runner. Yeah. But he tells me all the time how it is so hard for any runner to get. Like you could win a state championship and not get a scholarship Mm, anywhere, right? You know, just because that's how competitive that field is. So to be a three-time state champion with all these awards, I mean, that's...
1: Impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. For sure. He was a first-team All-State choice in cross-country and a second-team All-Southeast region selection. In addition to studying engineering, Eisenhower ran for Virginia Tech's track team. David was a star runner. He was named Howard County's Boys Indoor Track Athlete of the Year. Mm Mm-hmm. So unfortunate that he just had to go and mess all that up. I mean, crazy, right? Yeah.
0: You got all this. And you're also, like, you think of just the athletic side of it, but you're also incredibly intelligent mm-hmm. to be an engineer. Exactly. You know, to be able to process all of these things.
1: And at Virginia Tech, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is known for an engineering school. Yeah. You know, and you're running on the track. Yeah. The track team. I mean, at this point, I would say this is probably, like, you are in the best time of your life
1: yeah you're you know. you're on the right path to mm-hmm. you know your goals success yeah but what do we know justin what do we know that happens
0: to people who have it all but yet they lose it all they lose it they yeah. lose it they go crazy they think they're bigger than the system mm-hmm. uh they henry, think they
1: can get away with
0: stuff yeah henry ruggs the third. he was a wide receiver for the raiders and like absolutely You know, supposed to be, like, one of the greatest wide receivers, and I'm sure a bunch of people will say, nah but whatever. Right.
1: Uh, (laughs) O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, uh, you know, he was driving, like, 120, 130-some miles an hour, wrecked into some girl, and I think it burned her and her dog, like, alive. Jesus. Killed them.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and he's facing three to ten years in prison. Three to ten years. Yeah, but Mm. that, like, if you drive drunk, that's your choice. Yeah. You know? If you get behind the wheel, that's your choice. You did that. Absolutely. You you made the conscientious conscientious choice to do that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think with this guy, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. I think you might feel you're untouchable or, you know, who knows what that, like, invincible feeling can lead you to think like. Right. Or what it can lead
1: you to do. It could definitely change you as a person. Yeah. But uh, we don't know if it changed him or he always has been this way yeah
0: yeah that's the thing out of all this like what could he have been doing you know before getting caught right yeah because some of these guys like may I think what is it the BTK killer Mm -hmm. you know he committed like his last murder like 10 years before he got caught right so he went into that like dormant stage Mm -hmm. where he didn't kill anybody
1: yeah from what I remember that would happen often like he would do it and then he yeah. would take a break for Listen, several years. Listen, BTK
0: I think is like Dennis Rader. I am so like if they're, I don't want to say favorite but if there's like a most, most interesting serial killer to learn about I think it's Dennis Rader. Right. Just because like he had this like you know Ted Bundy was involved in politics and had all these things <clears throat> but right from the get go he was you know, just always had that that feel about him. Yeah. But Dennis Rader was just this short, pudgy man who was able to just get people in these... Ugh, look, look the, it up. The, listen to videos, listen to podcasts, whatever. There's an actual
1: book of his writings yeah. that I was... I didn't finish it be, just because of hell.
0: I, I mean, the amount of things that this guy... What we would deem, you know, I'm looking at a dresser right now, and mm. we'd be like, "Oh, a dresser," but Dennis Rader would be like, "A dresser. My mom's underwear could be in there. Yeah, that makes me horny. Yeah, I need to go and and he would do these things called like like smut mm. smut mags or like smut promos. Mm-hmm. And he'd take an index card and he would like cut out like pictures of women. Not even like porno mags, just in regular magazines. And he'd yeah. paste them on the card mm. and use them as like a fantasy, you know, to please himself. He called he called an orgasm gratification to get his gratification. Yikes. Yeah. And then the Oteri, Otera mm-hmm. murders, I think. Like, this is so fucked up. And the only reason it makes me think about it is because about this poor, poor girl. But yeah. he like bound this nine-year-old up and hung her upside down mm. from like a basement pole
1: BTK and, yeah and i think he bound like killed her i think it's that's where i like quit listening to the book is like she he invited her in and she was like watching tv or something and he was like determining whether to do it or not oh no this is different oh okay
0: so like he's sitting outside the house and he only thought that it was like the wife Mm -hmm. and i think maybe the kids he didn't expect the husband to be home yeah and he had went to the back of the house and he's having like all these second thoughts like maybe i should do it and then they open the door and they saw him and he's like well fuck it i gotta do it now yeah and then he gets in there and he's got the gun and all this and i think the husband comes in the room And he's like, you know, I'm an escaped airman, and I'm just here because I need food, and blah, blah, blah. And the husband actually was a Golden Gloves boxer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so to think that this man could have easily beaten Dennis Rader to a horrible, miserable, anguishingly pulp, you know, and couldn't. I mean, he died from suffocation. He. You know was tied up to the bed i think the son died then the mom realized what was going on and then she died and then the husband died soon after and that's i think when the girl was downstairs and then he did all of that and then he like you know they found his semen on her god after she was dead like just hung up like he did that and then left hmm. and the way that the, they found that girl the so cop just bumped into her Jesus. like didn't even know she was there and just found her wow yeah
1: we we did go off track, but it it, it relates to this f- because you just don't know what's going on in somebody's head.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Dennis Rader was like, uh, I don't know, what do they call him in church? The guys like they're they're just kind of there. Yeah, you know, they're not preaching or anything, but they help deacons. Like, deacons, yeah. yeah. I think he was a a deacon at his church and yeah. like a prominent member. You know, just like most of these guys. But thinking of David Eisenhower, Mm -hmm. you know this prominent track star, you know incredibly intelligent, a student athlete, Mm -hmm. you know eighteen years old, eighteen years old, bright future ahead of him, but you know as we're about to find out, he don't
1: don't get it. Mm. He don't get it. On January 30th, 2016, Eisenhower was taken into custody in Montgomery County, Virginia, regarding a 13-year-old girl, Nicole Lovell's disappearance. He was currently being held without bail. After he was arrested, Virginia Tech released a statement saying that he had been suspended from his engineering degree at Virginia Tech and from the track team. Eisenhower said or has been charged in abducting Nicole Lovell. The website Kick is that how you say it right? Yeah. Kick was his form of communication with Nicole. Information had been turned over as their conversations were evidence to the FBI. Nicole was stabbed to death. Now, do you know much about Kick?
0: Yeah, Yeah? I know a lot about Kick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you could look at it probably as like WhatsApp, or Mm. just some sort of messaging service. Like it's not an actual website, but like you'd have you create a Kick account. And me and my buddies, that's actually, back in the day, way, like, 10th grade. Right. That's how we would all keep up, because not all of us had an iPhone, and I don't think Facebook Messenger, I don't think we were just using that, Mm. so I think we all had a Kick account. So, that's how we all talked. But there was, I don't know if you ever remember a website called Meet Me. I don't think so. Or My Yearbook. It was, like, one Mm. of the two. If anybody's out there and they remember this website, please like say something yeah because this website was it was just like facebook or something like that you could find people or whatever and i think when we were younger it was like it was a lot more people our age Mm. but um i would see people like i was like 15 16 but there would be like some 22 23 you know up until that age group but everyone on there used kick yeah anyone that i ever met on there or talked to or whatever What you met on Kick, but I met some like going back to the Jerry Smith,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I met some fake accounts on there. Mm. And specifically, there was this one account who like was talking to me and was like, Oh, you know, said I was from Giles. And mind you, I'm like 16. Like, Oh, you're from Giles? And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, Oh, I've talked to some people from Giles before. And I was like, Oh, really? And all of a sudden, I get like, three pictures of dudes from our high school in their underwear. Yeah. Oh my god. Bro, as soon as I got that, blocked. Deleted. Like, holy shit. Oh. The craziest thing ever. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked. Right. Right. So you don't know who that was? Mm -mm.
0: It was just someone. It was just some girl, you know.
1: But. Girl.
0: Yeah. Quite. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? My conversation was just a, a short, maybe a day. You know. That's so creepy. Yeah.
1: Just getting random photos of like. And who knows how old this person was?
0: And then I think of these guys who. What?
1: Did it was this. a teacher. Huh? Were they in, at school? Who? W- were the like the kids at school in their underwear? No. Oh okay. No no no. no oh, okay. No no, no no no.
0: Wasn't anything like that. Oh, okay. It was like.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know. I wasn't like yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> this was this was almost ten years ago. Yeah, and also you know I it was freaked so out freaked so. out. Yeah, yeah, it's like wow, this is really scary. Jesus you know? Christ! Like what is this? You know that is so sick. But predators, man. Yeah, that that's predators. a great story
1: to that's what I share. Was, yeah, yeah, like
0: whenever this happened, and I'm sure anyone who's had kick or when I brought up meet me or anything like mm-hmm. that, you. We've all come in contact with predators at some point. Yes, especially in your teenage years. If there's any teenagers out there listening, I'm sure you've come in contact with predators even now. Oh, all, all People the time, trying I'm to sure. groom or anything like that. Jerry Smith is a prime example. When we covered that, that was we brought we had someone call in who told their story. Yeah, of meeting up with him. Exactly. You know, as Angie Renee. Mm-hmm. That's
1: it. The just... infamous Angie Renee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that night. I get that message. I was with all the all the guys. We we're watching UFC or something, and I was like, "This lady wants to like meet up and like have sex." And they're like, "What? What's her name? Uh, Angie Renee?" And they're like, oh, "She messaged you too." And that's when I yeah. was like, "Oh, okay. This, this is, is what weird. this is. Yeah. It's
0: very weird. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Predators.
0: Yeah." Yeah. And as we'll come to find out, Dave and Eisenhower, just like very many other people, use Kick as a way for predatory behavior. Yeah. And I think that's why Kick I don't even think it exists anymore. I don't I'm know. not sure.
1: What's what's the big app now for predators, do you know? I don't
0: know. Yeah. You know? I feel I like what now they it's use. just I feel like now though it's not even an app that you Yeah, they just you, it's just the it way like if you ever watch Catfish, yeah, you know these people are just so deep. Mm-hmm. Having to live this fake life, it has to be like a part-time job. Oh God! Just you know, we to you know to just I'm probably gonna be referencing Jerry Smith and Angie Renee a lot. I mean, it's, but there it's brought up yeah in those pre in those old episodes. You can go back and listen mm-hmm. how he had two phones and how he was doing all this charity work. And I bring up, I think specifically, imagining, imagine being at a charity event and, oh, I'm doing all this for the Blacksburg Police Department and the Blacksburg Town Council, blah, 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 blah. But I just served three cops food, but I'm going to pull out my phone. Nice. I just got three dick pics from 16-year-olds. And he can sit there and he can look at it and that... That predatory instinct, that that like
1: I'm that immortal.
0: euphoric feeling yeah. that he gets from seeing that 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 power, that whatever it is, mm-hmm. he gets that, and that's enough to get him through yep. the rest of the charity, the rest of feeding these people, the rest of getting pictures taken with people doing whatever
1: it takes. This guy putting on an image, making him look. Like, he's a great person. Yeah. David Eisenhower was probably going, running track meets, or mm-hmm.
0: doing all this, and you don't know what other girls he was talking to or whatever, whatever else he was doing. Right? You know?
1: I wonder how many times he got away with and it. that could have been his thrill. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm going to do this before run. Yeah. Show that I'm fucking untouchable. Mm-hmm. No one can stop me. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm doing.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. This is one of the worst topics. All right. <laughs> uh, It
0: is. It's terrible. And I think that, you know, as we get deeper into this, we're going to see how I'm sure she looked at him as like, holy holy shit. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this guy's taking my attention. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing.
1: Very vulnerable, Mm -hmm. gullible kid. Yeah. And she's a
0: fucking child. Kid, yeah. A child. Yeah. It does not matter. She's a
1: kid. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Well, what was the reason for all this? I mean, basically what we just said. hmm um, The Roanoke Times did this thing where they wrote an article that has David's GPS, and it's tracked throughout the events of what happened. Wow. And... Josh is going to read. Nice, thanks. Josh is going to. He's going to read, you know, play by play of what the GPS picked up during the time of the, I guess, kidnapping and, and murder. So.
0: So, this is what this says from the Roanoke Times The death of Nicole Lovell. Investigators have followed a trail of evidence around southwest Virginia for the past six months. Sifting through surveillance video and interviewing suspects as they worked to piece together the events that led to the January death of 13-year-old Nicole Lovell. That investigation culminated in a May preliminary hearing for two former Virginia Tech students charged in the crime. Seven police officers testified for the first time on May 20th, presenting a detailed theory for how they believed 19-year-old David Eisenhower and Natalie Keepers, who we haven't even brought up yet. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing. We haven't even brought her up yet. Hatched a plan to lure Lovell from her apartment to kill her. Keepers eventually provided a detailed account of what happened both before and after the murder during interviews with police. Her timeline runs parallel to separate evidence investigators have used to map Eisenhower's movements with data log pulled from a Garmin GPS device found inside his car. Together, evidence presented from these two sources lay out a detailed account of what police believed happened to Lovell. The following timeline was compiled with details from police interviews and courtroom testimony. Investigators have not released all of their evidence, so certain events may not be included. Well, obviously this was in 2016-17, so lots changed. Uh, 2.56 p.m., January 26, 2016. The GPS data logs presented in court begin shortly before 3 p.m. on Tuesday, January 26, 2016, less than 10 hours before Lovell was last seen alive. According to testimony, Eisenhower's GPS device left Virginia Tech's campus and headed towards Christiansburg. 3.09 to 4.36 p.m. After leaving campus, Eisenhower's GPS device showed a trail of pings leading to Target and then Walmart and Christiansburg. The device later pings on its way back to campus, stopping near Keeper's Dorm at Lee Hall. Which, I don't think it's called Lee Hall anymore. Gotcha. it was renamed. According to testimony, Keeper's told police she and Eisenhower went shopping in search of a shovel. The original plan was for Eisenhower to bury Lovell's body on his grandpa- grandparents' property in Gaylax. According to Montgomery County Commonwealth's attorney Mary Petite, Walmart surveillance video shows Keeper and a man identified as Eisenhower purchasing a shovel. 9.47 to 10.21 p.m., January 26, 2016. Eisenhower's Garmin turns back on later that evening and logs a trip from Virginia Tech's campus to the Cookout restaurant on South Main Street in Blacksburg, according to testimony. Surveillance video from inside the restaurant shows Eisenhower and Keeper, Keepers meeting there for about 15 to 20 minutes. According to police testimony, Keepers told police that to the Virginia Tech students were, went there to discuss a plan to kill Lovell
1: at the fucking cookout. God. But, why is she so interested in this whole idea? Yeah,
0: yeah. She said they considered several options, including drugging the teen, making it look like suicide, and knocking her unconscious, and leaving her outside to die from exposure. They eventually decided Eisenhower would lure Lovell from her apartment under the guise of a date, take her to the location they selected on a Craig Creek Road, and slit her throat, according to testimony. 10.32 to 10.40 p.m., January 26, 2016. After the restaurant, Eisenhower's GPS pings in the rural area around Fortress Drive in Montgomery County. It travels on Pandapas Pond Road and finally turns on a Craig Creek Road. During interviews with police, Keeper said she and Eisenhower drove out to this area to find a location to kill Lovell. Which, we, man, we drive by that road. Yeah. You know, every day. Uh, every day. Every day. Most everyone here, you know, if you work in Blacksburg mm-hmm. or if you just go to Blacksburg, exactly. you drive by that road. Yeah. 11.42 p.m. Eisenhower's GPS pings again on Virginia Tech's campus, according to testimony. Keepers told police she and Eisenhower parted ways before he killed Lovell, according to testimony. 11.54 p.m. to 12.16 a.m. Eisenhower's GPS logs a trip to Fairfax Road in Blacksburg, in Blacksburg near Lovell's apartment complex. During interviews with police, Eisenhower initially said he had been messaging Lovell under the impression she was 16 or 17 years old. He said he went to her apartment to meet up that night, but left when he saw she appeared to be around 11 years old. Eisenhower told police he left Lovell's apartment complex alone, returning to Virginia Tech campus.
1: Still underage.
0: Right? (laughs) You know what, though? If you showed up, and, I mean, he's he's 18. If she's 17, sure, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's just a year. Yeah. You know, you were just in high school mm-hmm. together. But if you showed up and you saw she was 11 and you said, I'm out. All right. I'm done. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You're gone. <laughs> Could have ended there and everything was fine. Exactly. But no, it's not what happens. The piece of shit at 1239 AM, level connects to kicks. I, sorry, piece okay. of shit. I meant to say, uh... I mean, he is a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm just mad. Yeah. I hate that. 12.39 a.m. Lovell connects to Kick Messenger, the last of many social media apps she used. According to a search warrant in the case, the teen exchanged messages with only one user in the days before her death. A. Dr. Tombstone. Account later tied to Eisenhower. Hmm. 1 to 1.46 a.m this is late yeah this is real late Eisenhower's GPS and you know January 27th Eisenhower's GPS device logs pings turning onto Craig Creek Road stopping at 102 a.m. and then leaving at 146 a.m. according to testimony that road dude 212 a.m. Eisenhower's GPS pings back at Virginia Tech's campus this was the last GPS log presented in court 7am Tammy Weeks Lovell's mother calls 911 she reported finding her daughter's room door barricaded shut and her window open evening of Wednesday January 27th keepers later told police Eisenhower messaged her on the evening of January 27th to ask for help moving Lovell's body according to testimony she said Eisenhower was concerned because the case was receiving a lot of media attention the exact the exact times of what Keeper said happened next are unclear, but she told police the pair first drove to Craig Creek Road, exact location uncleared, walked into the woods and retrieved Lovell's body. According to testimony, Keeper's described helping Eisenhower drag the bloody body down a hill so they could put it in Eisenhower's car. God. And this is the evening. I mean, it doesn't even give a time. Yeah. But, I mean, if she's dead at 1:46. And this is 7 a.m. She's been dead for five hours. Yeah. Withville Walmart. Keepers and Eisenhower then drove south with Lovell's body, stopping at a Walmart in Withville to purchase wipes, rubber gloves, and bleach. According to testimony from investigators who interviewed Keepers, Petit previously said... Store surveillance videos show the Virginia Tech students purchasing cleaning supplies while Lovell's body sat in the car outside.
1: Jesus.
0: The amount. That's the thing, people. And this is something that, like, we just throw in the back of our head because it's such a crazy thought. But anyone who was at that with Full Walmart today, or at that day, was just walking their buggy, doing whatever, and they were just walking by somebody who had a body in their car a dead girl they were probably scrolling on Facebook that morning and saw holy shit a girl in Blacksburg is gone missing you know yep. that's, that's crazy yep. and then they're going to find out that they were at that Walmart mm-hmm. at the same time they were it's just
1: and then be like I saw them
0: yeah be like I can't believe it yeah. you know Surrey County North Carolina keepers and Eisenhower cross the North Carolina line pull off onto the side roads and find a secluded area Keepers later told police during an interview they remove Lovell's clothes, wipe her with bleach, and leave the body without trying to conceal it. Keepers, a Maryland native, was uncertain of the exact location where this occurred during her police interviews, according to testimony. Dublin Area McDonald's. Keepers and Eisenhower then head back towards Blacksburg, stopping at a McDonald's in the Dublin area. Keepers told police. They buy drinks and throw bloody clothes in a dumpster at the restaurant, according to testimony. Jesus Christ. Mm. Unknown wooded area, January 27th, twenty six. Eisenhower pulls over again at an unknown wooded location, according to keepers. She told police Eisenhower took a bloody knife out of his car center console, wiped it off, and threw it into the woods. U.S. 460, January 27th, 2016. The Virginia Tech students then make their way to U.S. 460, driving toward Blacksburg, Keepers said. Somewhere along the way, she told police Eisenhower threw a phone case belonging to Lovell out of the car's window, leaving it in the median. Hmm. Virginia Tech's Duck Pond Lot Keepers and Eisenhower then returned to Tech's campus, parking in the Duck Pond Lot. The students met up again later, washing bloody clothes at a laundromat near Tech's campus. Investigators did not describe times or locations of these events, but they testified that Keeper's told police she and Eisenhower eventually drove into West Virginia to dump other items that belonged to Lovell, including her boots. They also stopped at a bridge over the New River where Keeper said she dropped a backpack into the water. Other items, included, other items including a minion's blanket that belonged to Lovell, were stored inside a suitcase in Keeper's dorm room. Jesus Christ.
1: God, they really did think this through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was Ted Bundy that used to keep like socks of his victims. Something like that. And the fact that she kept a Minions blanket in a briefcase and you drove all the way to West Virginia to get rid of her boots and you're going to keep the blanket. God, dude. Uh, Lovell's uncle, Fred Hawks Jr., talks to the Roanoke Times outside the family's apartment as police dust for fingerprints around Lovell's bedroom window. If she would just call and let us know she's okay, and we can come get her, Hawk said. We just miss her. We want her to come home. 3.27 p.m. January 28th. Social media accounts tied to Eisenhower and Keeper's trade several messages, according to testimony. Investigators said the pair communicated over the next day discussing how their own bodies smelled of cleaning solution, and they were glad they did, overkill, because their lives were on the line, according to police testimony. Some messages quoted statistics on the percentage of missing children that are never found. According to a transcript Blacksburg Police Detective Scott Craig read aloud during a May 20th preliminary hearing, Eisenhower claimed, Police do little to investigate runaways, and it appeared he and Keepers had figured out how people commit mass murder. As long as nobody finds the body for a week, Eisenhower messaged an account tied to Keeper, according to Craig. So we are good. another Another message read... Yep, yep. Keepers replied according to the testimony. Mm. Ah, so if she's just gone a week, no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> no one's going to care. So we are good? Yep, yep. Wow.
1: You fucks. So Five comfortable. S- huh? So yeah, comfortable. Right.
0: right. Just no problem. And when you look, like, when you see, I'm sure Justin will put up a picture, or you guys have seen... Mm. A mugshot of this guy, but he just looks soulless. Oh, yeah. You know, just looks like there's nothing there. But you know what? I feel like when you take someone's life, the life leaves your eyes. Absolutely. You know, you'll never I'll be never the get same it again. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower is arrested and charged with abduction, according to an arrest warrant. After Lovell's body was found about 11 hours later, he was also charged with murder. According to a search warrant, Eisenhower was first identified by investigators who claimed Lovell's social media activity... Leading up to her disappearance. Examined, sorry. January 30th to the... January 30th and 31st. Keeper spends about 26 hours in interviews and interrogation with police between Saturday and Sunday. At times, she travels around Southwest Virginia with investigators, pointing out locations she and Eisenhower visited keepers was charged with concealing a dead body and accessory after the fact at 1 30 a.m on january 31st according to an arrest warrant she was later charged with accessory before the fact and the previous accessory charge was dropped uh yeah she yeah. went with them to buy the shovel they planned out where they want to take
1: mm-hmm. her it's, it's almost like from what you've said and what i've read like She's, like, helping him convince to do all this stuff. Yeah,
0: she is just... It seems like she's just as much into it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, she is Which is so weird. Yeah, yeah. 2 p.m. Lovell's mother, Tammy Weeks, speaks publicly about her daughter's death in front of a room. Uh, Then a vigil was held for Nicole Lovell on February 8th. Blue ribbons pinned to winter coats fluttered in the brisk February breeze as the Blacksburg community came together to remember the life of Nicole Madison Lovell. This community is strong, Blacksburg Mayor Ron Rordham said, and tonight we stand together. More than 100 people gather downtown to honor level. Details emerge during hearing. May 20th,
1: 2016.
0: So, I got seven years ago? Six years ago? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Eisenhower and keepers appear in court together. Seven investigators testified revealing new details of the prosecution's theory of the crime. Uh, Parts of Keeper's confession will be thrown out March 2017. Part of Keeper's confession in the Lovell murder case will be thrown out because of improper interrogation techniques. A judge rules. Which makes you wonder. Yeah. I wonder what exactly they did. I mean, I was also sitting there thinking, if you kept someone up for 26 hours straight... How can you expect to get any like valid or coherent answers out of them? Yeah, it probably gets. I mean, you get you go nuts. You know, exactly. a lack of sleep, mm-hmm. plus also frustration. You, you murdered somebody. You know, and that's not like. I want to make it clear before we talk about this because I don't want it to sound like there's any sympathy for a murderer, but like just to understand how the human body works. Mm-hmm. Or the mind, like, if you want to get information out of someone, throwing them, like, in a dark room and not, and like, not keeping them awake for over a day mm. and doing all this is not going to give you any valuable results. Mm. You know, a lot of the times, especially when you go look at, like, Dennis Rader, what we were talking mm. about, you know, they kind of caught him red-handed. And when they did, they he was just like, all right ask away.
1: Maybe they think it's a form of punishment without doing anything physical or mental, yeah. like leaving them in a in a box, cold room mm-hmm. on a cold metal chair. And
0: I think that's where we start to think about is it the police job is it the police job to deal out punishment or is it the police job to get enough information? So that the court system, the justice system, can rule out the appropriate punishment. Yeah. Because in this case, now they had to throw out. Yeah. Her, they had to throw out her testimony because of improper interrogation. Right. You know. So, if you're not gonna do it right, then why do it? Why at all? do it? Yeah. Um. D- oh, let me see. All right. So, January 2018. DNA fingerprint evidence filed. Newly filed DNA evidence shows murder teen Nicole levels, blood on tools, cleaning supplies, and other items taken from people accused of killing her.
1: David was sentenced to 75 years in total for three charges, 60 years for first-degree murder, 10 years for abduction, and 5 years for concealing a dead body. After he serves 50 years in prison, Eisenhower will be on probation for 20 years. So he didn't get life, technically.
0: Not 50 years.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, that is that is crazy. And Keeper's
1: got 40 years.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, that, you know. That's sad. What, what kind of life do you live after
1: that? This will even piss you more off because this is why they need to be sentenced for life. Or put to death, the autopsy revealed Lovell was stabbed 14 times, mm. most of which were Lovell's head. Oh my God! They ruled Lovell's cause of death was a stab wound to the neck. Testified to multiple stab wounds in Lovell's neck and head, as well as about eight stab wounds to Lovell's chest area said that Lovell had external bruises and scrapes on her body as well as bruises on the inside of her scalp. Mm. She also said a bone in Lovell's neck was broken due to a blunt force trauma and said she was alive at the time her neck was broken. Oh, my God. It, it, It sounds like they had fun doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's my thing. It sounded like it was enjoyable.
1: That's so... so fucked. If I was there, I would have stopped
2: it. I would have stopped it. I wouldn't have let him do anything. If I... Even if I had to see him do that to her, the first thing I I would have done is start the car and drove and left because... I didn't think Taylor
0: could do such a thing. That sounds like you should get the death penalty. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Life
0: in prison. God. No no possibility of parole. No happiness.
1: No. No, you know, hope that I'm going to get out.
0: All right, now you get locked in a room for 26 hours, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's dark, and you don't get to talk to nobody, and... Now that's what happens to you. Yeah. You know?
1: Following the funeral, there was a graveside burial in Blacksburg. ABC-13 has learned Lovell's funeral expenses were covered. The Montgomery County Commonwealth Attorney's Office says they helped through the victim-witness program. They say it's too early in the process to have all the paperwork needed to complete the application. This was, you know, beforehand, of course. Um... A memorial fund has also been set up for Nicole at the National Bank of Blacksburg. They're told the police department had a hand in setting that up in Nicole's memory. Donations will be used for expenses, and any left over funds will start a scholarship fund in Nicole's name. If you want to contribute, you can at any National Bank of Blacksburg. Oh, wow. Or you can send your contribution to National Bank Blacksburg Nicole Lovell Memorial Fund uh, PO Box 90002. So, yeah. And also, what we did find is a popular Facebook page, Voices of Nicole Lovell. And I believe it's ran by her mom. And there's just a lot of posts about her uh, the family uh just you know keeping her alive in that yeah, sense the memory yeah uh it has a lot of uh photos of nicole you know just living life having fun pretty sad
0: uh oh, terrible
1: yeah terrible honestly it's just there, there's no justice
0: no nah. 40 years and 50 years, this is nothing. No. You know, especially for what the family lost. I mean, this poor girl lost her life. Mm-hmm. You know, about, the, you know, she'd be about to celebrate her 21st birthday, which all of us has probably been like, wow, woohoo, great, mm-hmm. that's so exciting, you know, robbed it, of that.
1: And just the thought of her thinking, mm-hmm. wow, my boy likes me. I'm mm-hmm. gonna. This
0: guy's a track star.
1: Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then it becomes the worst day of her life.
0: Yeah. But that's the thing. It was only him that did it. hmm You know? Keepers wasn't even there. Yeah. She just did.
1: It's just so weird. I just wonder, why was she so fascinated by it? Did she have, like, a thing for David?
0: Maybe. I mean, you have to be. But this guy also probably had that ego about him where he wanted to like control Mm -hmm. oh this keepers girl is into me let me see
1: she's the only one that can help me
0: yeah or or even like more sadistically like let's just see what I can let me test her loyalty to me yeah let's see how far she's willing to go for me right you know and he ultimately I think in the end got to live out some sort of sick fantasy
1: so did she Mm -hmm. (laughs) so did she yeah yeah Crazy, Yeah, a uh, crazy story happened 2016. Gosh, where was I in 2016?
0: I mean, two years out of high school.
1: I was starting Radford. Yeah. Yeah, I was just starting Radford when this happened. What were you doing?
0: I was working at Tech. Yeah. I was probably just about to start at New River.
2: Mm.
1: I remember when it came out, but... Uh, I never really went into the details of it. I knew that she was. Well, stabbed. I mean,
0: when that stuff kinda of, when that stuff happens, you see missing person, mm-hmm. missing person, which if you're on our Facebook page, you'll see, you know, yeah, there's we'll always share if somebody's missing in our area. Absolutely. But yeah. it happens a lot more than you think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Scary stuff.
0: Watch what your kids are doing.
1: And watch your back.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Watch your back.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the episode. Um, is this
0: episode number eighty?
1: I don't know. I think so. Let's see. So you can pull it up the quickest. It is. Nice episode eighty milestone. Nice. Um, it's such a horrific story. <sighs> there, there's no like. Uh, there's no positive thing to.
0: say about it right a light extinguished in a dark world yeah you know it's unfortunate
1: yeah well thanks everybody for listening and watching make sure to follow on the socials they'll be in the show notes and um if you want to support the show we have a patreon it's cryptic out there at patreon.com or patreon.com slash it's cryptic out there that's right yeah uh subscribe for $5 a month we are planning to do another probably watch along of something yeah yeah <laughs> but um if you want to watch the Goo Man group the Goo Man group yeah i might just be the segment yeah i might yeah. as well be <laughs> yeah well josh thanks for being
0: i'm <laughs> glad to be back every episode i can be yeah absolutely yeah
1: i'm i'm technically back if you think about it
0: i welcome back
1: cuz the beast lives
0: yeah the beast lives yeah what y'all think it's getting crazy right right Crazy. i'm uh taking some time off yeah yeah mostly because uh started writing a new one dun dun
1: dun yeah started writing a a different one i got
0: ideas and stuff but um i just have this story i think that's real real fucked up
1: (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Real like
0: mind, mm. mind-boggling. I think excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes place in like the 1700s. Oh wow! That's all I'll give you. Oh, okay, we'll, it. Leave it yeah, we'll leave it at that. Cliffhanger.
1: All right. Well, happy 80th episode. I don't know. Oh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks. If you've
0: been here since episode number one, whenever I was doing voiceovers as Land Randall Leaf Smith, <laughs> God, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. Believe us. After the week that Justin and I've had, especially poor Justin over here, send your good thoughts to Justin. Yeah, props
1: for Josh to just carrying the episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But shout out to Justin. Uh, You know, thanks everybody for your support. That's what keeps us doing this. Yeah, you know, is everybody who listens and tunes in, and you know, it's always nice that every week that we can give Mm -hmm. you guys something that you like to listen to, and
1: the feedback is what makes it.
0: so fun yeah so fun absolutely so we're in the we're almost in the cryptic summer you know we're gonna get into June July it's gonna get steamy August it's cryptic out there it is we'll just end it there (laughs) it's gonna be so quick to end it